0: Welcome to the Brilliant Content Ideas Podcast, where we lift the lead on brilliant content ideas, tools, strategies, and insights, so you can start hitting the track running with content marketing and gain momentum for your business growth. I'm Kaz McCullough, the host of this show, and content marketing is what I do every single day. In this show, you'll discover how to harness content so that by the time your customers pick up the phone to talk to you, they are ready to buy. So let's get to today's brilliant content idea. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the show. Uh, it's been a few weeks since I've last updated the podcast and the reason for that is that I've actually been on a road trip with my kids uh, down south and I thought, yeah, I can do all my podcast editing while on the road, (laughs) but I was a single driver in this road trip, and I just found by the time I actually parked the camper trailer at night and set up camp, I was too exhausted to do anything, and I didn't want to do a half-assed effort, so basically I thought, well, I'm going to wait till I get home, so here I am. Thank you for tuning in. Um, today I want to talk about something that has been really interesting for me lately and that is content marketing in China. So I want to talk about how it's done if you want to reach a Chinese audience and the different tools that are available to you. So this is a bit of a mega episode to kind of make up for the fact that I haven't been around for the last few weeks. All right, so... Many, many social media marketers have shied away from China, thinking that because mainland Chinese can't access Facebook and Twitter, Google Plus and Google Search, that social media doesn't exist. That couldn't be more wrong. China's social media industry is thriving, and savvy businesses are capitalizing on China's platforms of choice for wealthy Chinese who have disposable income. So here's a few stats to whet your appetite. Okay, so here are some stats to whet your appetite. China's affluent population is growing. According to a report by Investorist, research from leading global management consulting firm McKinsey predicts China's affluent population will grow from almost 8 million urban households back in 2012 to over 32 million households in 2022. That's two Australia's basically, population-wise. Uh, so that kind of puts it into perspective. That's a lot of people. Most wealthy Chinese live in Shanghai, Beijing, Ganzhou, and Shenzhen. However, there is a trend towards capital investment from inland Chinese cities now too. Affluent Chinese are looking to invest in the West, particularly the US, Australia, UK, Europe and Canada so there are huge opportunities if you have a product or service that you can export into China. Key motivations for Chinese investment in offshore companies, products and services have to do mainly with wealth creation and property, education, migration and lifestyle. Okay so now I want to share a little bit about why the Chinese market is highly primed for content marketing. Culturally, Chinese value relationships and families above all else. Having honour, being honest and having integrity are important values. Traditionally, Chinese do not do business until a relationship is firmly established. The Chinese market is a trust economy on steroids. Almost two-thirds of all marketing in China is relationship-based. If you don't have a good reputation and good connections, you just won't succeed. So you need to establish and show value at all stages of the buyer life cycle. So what are some key ways you can engage with Chinese buyers? Well, here are five you should consider for content marketing. The number one marketing method of choice is live events. Recently, I helped a client create and stage a live seminar for high net worth Chinese, and the results were phenomenal. Not only was the event at capacity, but attendees were taking photos and posting them on WeChat, WeChat is China's social media platform of choice for the up and coming and rich, and they were giving spontaneous testimonials during the presentation. The next day, my client's phone was ringing off the hook. Funnily enough, the event we held was not a sales event, it was an information seminar. We were really clear that the call to action was to be for more information and not for a sales conversation. This strategy worked well and it is our hope that this and future events will further raise my client's profile amongst this market. He will also now leverage key social channels with photos and stories from the event, so it was very successful for him. The number two marketing method of choice often is a follow-on from number one, and that is referrals. Having a spontaneous testimonial during our information seminar was gold because Chinese value relationships and connections that have integrity. During our presentation, a woman got up and told a story about how the sponsoring bank and my client had saved her from making a poor investment decision. As a result, several of her friends and people present at the event signed up for more information about my client's offering. The number three marketing method is niche portals and sites. If you're aiming at Mandarin speaking Chinese, you must work with a great translator. This means giving all your copy a longer lead time from production to publishing. Make sure you get it right. You can then use the information you create in your niche portal to market on social media channels, which leads me to the number four marketing solution. Social media, of course. The average user in China spends up to one hour and 30 minutes on social media per day. There are two primary social media channels for engaging with wealthy Chinese. These are WeChat and Weibo. WeChat is like WhatsApp, only way more versatile. You can do video calling, offer location-based services. They even have a payment system integrated into the app. Users can play games, participate in contests, and brands can issue coupons and virtual VIP cards. In order to use the platform for business, companies must first set up a WeChat service account, so that's important to know. As for how you use WeChat, the same rules apply as they do to Facebook, Twitter, etc. Consumers use WeChat for brand research, so you need to show value and be helpful and not focus so much on the immediate sale. That said, a highly targeted offering could be lucrative if done at the right time, in the right way, for the right people because WeChat incorporates one-click purchasing, which a number of larger brands already use, including Burberry, McDonald's, and Starbucks. You can leverage WeChat by creating outstanding, helpful content that showcases new products and services, that gives special offers, that creates fun experiences, and that adds value to readers and listeners. Content could be in the form of videos, photos, audio messages, and written text. And don't forget to add lots of stickers and emojis. Just for fun, when you next send someone a message on WeChat, mention the word birthday and see what happens. It's super fun. It's kind of like the hearts on Periscope, it's really cool. WeChat is great for building customer loyalty and for personalizing your brand story to the consumer. You can research subscribers browsing history on the platform to make sure you're targeting the right people with new products and services. One of the keys to successful brand marketing on the platform is to use QR codes in your marketing collateral. It will be difficult for consumers to find you without them. Your QR code should offer something of value so that people click through to your WeChat channel. That might be a discount, e-coupon or special WeChat only offer. Just like Twitter and Facebook, WeChat is also great for collecting feedback from prospects and customers. You don't have to live in China to access WeChat. Simply download the app on your smartphone today. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Weibo. Weibo is like Twitter. This is the platform of choice for young, middle-class and wealthy Chinese. Brands can leverage events and online stores through video, live broadcasts, celebrity interviews and the like. All advertising on Weibo platform is in-stream. Called Fancy tong. You can choose between cost-per-impression and cost-per-click models. The latter model uses a bidding system similar to Facebook, Google AdWords and LinkedIn ads. Weibo also has an advertising model that is based on influencers or key opinion leaders or KOLs. Advertising through the recommendations of KOLs is considered to be the most effective way to promote your business on Weibo. To make the most of Weibo, here's a few tips. Number one, set up a well-branded, attractive page on the site. Do some homework first to find out what colors and layouts are most appealing within the Chinese market. There are some colors that are considered lucky and some colors that are considered very unlucky, so it really pays to do your research in that regard. Post number two is to post engaging content, of course. No matter what platform you're on, the goal is always to be engaging. Humour is always top of the list on Chinese social media and being responsive is always really well received. You can pre-schedule posts just like on Twitter using an app called (laughs) TTPPCC, yes that's really what it's called, Um, but be sure to respond. Post videos and visual content on a regular basis, that's number three. You'll need to upload these to the platform directly as YouTube videos aren't allowed in China. Number four, don't use auto translate for the love of Pete. Automatic translation doesn't necessarily get it right. So it's best to have a Chinese translator look over your posts. Well worth the effort and investment I would think. Alright, number five is to use hashtags. Yes, you can use hashtags on WeBoat just like on Twitter. These help your posts get found through search terms. Check to see which hashtags are most popular for your business and topic by looking at hashtags for similar businesses. Number six, connect Weibo to your website, of course. You can place a Weibo widget on your website just like you can with Twitter. This will help your current website visitors connect with you on the platform. Sadly, one of the best relationship marketing methods in the West, podcasting, (laughs) is not permitted in China. Personally, I think this signals an opportunity for developers within China to produce a platform especially for China. After all, they've done it with WeChat and Weibo. Surely there is room for a podcasting platform. One would hope so anyway. So let's recap. Today's brilliant content idea is to explore taking your product or service to China using brand storytelling and content marketing through channels such as WeChat and Weibo. Before I go, I want to acknowledge a few sources that I've used in preparation for this episode. I've used a case study of a client of mine. Uh, you can look up their website, OzAcres, uh, which is ozacres.com. And also I've gone to a few different websites for information. Um, these are the, the most helpful ones that I found. MarketingtoChina.com. Thank you very much. China 2015 International Property Outlook by The Investorist, Chinamarketingtips.com and McKinsey. Full URLs to these sources will be available in the show notes at my website, KazMcColor.com. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's a little bit different uh, and I hope it's really sparked some thoughts for you about what you might be able to do in the Chinese market. Be sure to share it with a friend and leave a review. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me for the Brilliant Content Ideas Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave an honest review. For more content marketing tips, tools, and strategies, visit my blog at com. That's dot com. Catch you next episode.